Welcome to Really Cool Stuff for the Home podcast, sponsored by HomeWorks. And now with today's show on all the ways to improve your home is your host, Denise Sanchez. Good afternoon, everybody. And this is my fifth podcast. I feel like I'm getting the hang of things. And we're going to talk about, again, one of my favorite lines of appliances, the Blue Star. It's very important to our company. In fact, we are a chef event center for Blue Star. Before COVID, we would have chef events all the time and uh, love doing it and can't wait to get back to it. The last four segments, we talked about several different things. Um, we talked about the fact that it's an all-American company, American product, American parts, American-owned, and has been around since 1890. Um, in fact, they're celebrating 140 years. And they even came out with a new model called the Anniversary Model with some special features and logos um, depicting the 140 years. And we've been talking with one of the Blue Star Regional Managers, Nick Lamnick, who has been very, very informative and a lot of fun to be with. And so I invited him again to be with us on our last segment. We do have a couple of surprise guests during this show, and I can't wait to share them with you. But... On this podcast, I really wanted to talk about the fabulous ovens. Everyone likes to focus on ranges, but sometimes people want not only a range with an oven, but they may want wall ovens. Some people think they're more ergonomic, you know, when you're pulling a big, heavy, you know, roasting pan out of the oven, um, or they just want the flexibility of having more ovens. And Nick, there are a lot of offerings that Blue Star has for their ovens, gas ovens and electric ovens. And on the gas ovens, we have a wide range of sizes. Can you speak about that? Sure. Um, yeah, we, we do provide a gas wall oven. We're one of the only, uh, only people in the residential market that still make one. Uh, so there are some customers out there that want some. So uh, we are a go-to for that. Um, what we do with our ovens, how I always talk about usable capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a 24, a 30, and a 36. Our, even our 30-inch wall oven will fit the full-size catering sheet pans on all the racks. Uh, the 24 won't. Um, that's a, it's mostly for uh, apartments. Our New York rep sells those a lot. Um, but uh, it will fit all the sheet pans on all the racks. Uh, it has the same professional restaurant-grade infrared broiler uh, that gets to 1,850 degrees. That's uh, like a salamander broiler. That's very intense. Fan, <laughs> glide racks. Um, so, yes, yes. And then when you bump up to the 36, that's a massive wall oven. Um, I've, I actually sold it. I believe I might have mentioned it in the previous uh, broadcast, but I did uh, Shaquille O'Neal's house in Orlando, <laughs> and he did two 36 gas wall ovens mm-hmm. stacked on top of each other. Uh, mm-hmm. So a guy that big, that was perfect for him. Mm-hmm. And, and another uh, and thing, they also come in all of our custom options. So, right, and yes. then also too, you... so they also they also come in all of our custom options as well. So, uh, they'll do all the 190 colors. Mm-hmm. The knobs can be custom colored. Mm-hmm. You can do the plated trim, the handles, the bezels, um, mm-hmm. the plated trim. So, 
Mm-hmm. We have a lot of options there. Mm-hmm. Plus, a neat thing, too, I've had quite a few customers that have stacked the ovens. What they've done is they've taken an electric oven, put it on top, and a gas oven on the on the bottom so that they can have the best of both worlds. Yes. Um, one of the neat things about your electric oven, I love that baking stone that's thermostatically controlled. When we have our chef events, we always bring in a, a, a dough made by one of the popular restaurants here in town, and then we pre-make, you know, uh, Fresh toppings, cheeses, and uh, people can customize theirs. Theirs, and they put it on the baking stone, and it bakes in about four minutes. And it's incredible the difference that baking stone makes when it's thermostatically controlled. And also to be able to go up to what is it, five fifty, right, uh, on the baking stone, you can get a pizza done pretty darn quickly. And also on the, um, I've never understood this part. Maybe you can help me out on this. On one side of the baking stone, it's more coarse than the other side. It's more fine. And I understand that there's a reason for that. I believe um, my first thought is different things adhere differently. Um, Pizza, you kind of want more of a rigid Mm -hmm. uh, texture so it doesn't stick to it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, I had a friend that actually bought our electric oven and he was saying he was having trouble with this pizza sticking to it. And one of the chefs actually said to sprinkle cornmeal over it. Yes, yes, it yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the reason. One one surface is more mm-hmm. smooth for different uh, for things such as soft pretzels, mm-hmm. but for pizzas that you don't want the dough to stick to it. Mm-hmm. I also understand that, that coarse rigid side. I understand that it also your breads come out differently as well, depending on which side you cook it on. I've never quite understood that, but I thought maybe you could enlighten us a little bit more. And on the European convection, you know, they don't just have convection. They have European convection. So the convection really got a bad reputation here in the States because it would be just a fan kind of blowing cool air to try to recirculate the air. But they didn't do as well as the true European convection. Can you speak as to what's different about that? Well, basically what it is, um, as you said, cool air, it kind of defeats the purpose. Hmm. So. European convection is a heating a heat source around the fan. So the fan it actually uh, is a boost to preheat. Also circulates hot air as it's cooking. So it's not just blowing around air and adding cool air. Um, it, it boosts the preheat, um, and it just yeah. Um, in the wall ovens, it is an electric mm-hmm, element mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to our platinum range that has the, the flame around it. Mm-hmm. That really is the true mm-hmm. European convection. This is technically European convection because we do have that heating element. It's either a circle or a stop sign pattern around that convection fan. Okay, I'm going to stop because I have a surprise guest for you. So, um, Andrew, uh, this is Chef Andrew Weissman. Hi, Chef. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. But just a second. I have to brag about you for just a second, Chef. Uh Now, you were in the top of your class at the Culinary Institute of America at Hyde Park in New York, and a James Beard-nominated chef multiple times. You then went to France and worked under a couple of notable chefs and returned back to us in our hometown of San Antonio about 20 years ago and opened up, I'm not sure I'm saying it correct, La Reveille? Is that correct? Lorez. Lorez. Okay. You're close. Okay. And that was in 2001. And literally, you helped put San Antonio on the map as a nationally renowned culinary designation. 
And the reason why I'm saying all this, I just wanted everyone to know what a great chef you are. Because we are very, very proud that as a great chef, you selected Blue Star as your personal range for the home. And I just wanted to, to uh, speak to you about that and, and get some thoughts from you about why you selected the Blue Star range. And also, sure. too, um, I know you have six burners and a 24-inch French top. Maybe you can tell us what chefs really like about a French top as well. Yeah, well, I'll start with why I chose Blue Star. You know, uh, one of the great things about a Blue Star is, you know, I'm working all day on a, on a range at work that has high BTUs and over-engineered and things like that, it, it would be kind of a drag to come home and not have the same firepower that you have at work, you know, and not be able to produce uh, quality, you know, professional quality dishes like you can at work for your family because how much more satisfying is it when you're cooking? For I, I look at all my clients like family, but when I get home and I cook for my children and my wife, you know, that's really important to me. So I want to make sure that um, – I have a product that I can utilize that's going to perform like what I have at work. And the Blue Star definitely does that. Uh, also, along with that, aesthetically, uh, it's just a beautiful range. Um, regarding the French flat top, uh, working in New York and in Europe, I became so accustomed to the French flat top. It's a uh, the, the beauty of the French flat top is it's completely usable surface. Uh, Unlike a your traditional burners, right? Um, this has the ability to let's say around the periphery. It, so let's back up. Uh, a French flat top, for those who don't know, is a is a pl- what they call in French a plaque or a uh, basically a piece of steel. And as you migrate towards the center of that uh, plaque, it becomes hotter with the kind of like a jet flame underneath. Around the periphery, you can hold sauces or. Um, you know, uh, things that need to be held a little bit more delicately, whereas in the center, you can really, like, boil water and, a, you know, crazy things. You can saute high heat and get your pan smoking hot. Another thing that I like about the French flat top is the cleanability aspect, mm. as opposed to a traditional burner where things kind of fall down in there sometimes and you mm-hmm. got to work at scrubbing those out. The French flat top is kind of a, once it cools down, you wipe it off or you brick it and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So you have some famous recipes that you cook at home? <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I just cook, you know, what? Uh, it, it's a little bit more relaxed uh, and not so defined as in the restaurant. So I like to just go into the refrigerator and, and see what's there and try to create uh, meals for my family from from what we have in, in the house. Have you seen that there are inner chefs in your uh, children as well? Uh, my daughter loves to bake ah my wife would be the first to admit she is a horrendous cook like uh, on the verge of uh, poisoning us on a couple of occasions <laughs> but she has gotten better over the years mm-hmm. uh, she has and now she has probably three or four dishes in her repertoire that um that we can enjoy to some level as a family <laughs> but in the past it's been it's been a rocky road i'll tell you that oh my goodness so ha- what does your daughter think about the ovens of the blue star because you've got two huge 30 inch ovens at your disposal <laughs> what's so cool about that is you can fit a full-size sheet tray in there so mm-hmm. she loves to bake cakes and cookies and things like that so she's just enamored with it and my 
boys love it, but I always have to detail it or clean it after they utilize mm. it because they spill stuff all over and, and whatnot. But everybody in the family loves it, and it's one of those things where uh, it's not this delicate little thing that I'm afraid that they're going to – because, uh, you know, we spent some money on this, and uh, there are certain things that you just – the children, you don't want them to mess with because you're afraid that they're going to mess it up. This thing is so over-engineered that um, – <laughs> I can, you know, kind of walk away without worrying too much about them messing something up. Right. It's usually a heavier gauge than most anything out there, you know, in the American stainless steel. It really is. And the fit and finish is yeah. beautiful. And even the knobs are metal. I mean, there's just nothing that's not very well made. You- oh, no, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It really is. And we get a lot of, we entertain a lot in our home, mm-hmm. and you know, how everything kind of ends up in the kitchen. Everybody always comments on how beautiful. It's really like an, a piece of art. It right. really makes our kitchen, yeah. And you also picked a beautiful Blue Star wall hood, which has plenty of airflow, but the one that you picked was beautiful. Oh, I think so. You know, I, I go over to friends' houses now, and I it's kind of embarrassing, but, you know, you if I go to a friend's house, I end up cooking in the kitchen with that individual or individuals, and you know, you get smoked out if you try to sear something, whether it's a steak or right. uh, a piece of pheasant or whatever. But with this thing, it's like there is no uh, issue of anything really escaping from that hood. It's it's wonderful. Well, I thank you so much for the nice comments. I know your wonderful restaurant signature is going strong at the La Conteria area, right? It is. It, yes, it is. It's tremendous. Yeah. And I think you created another culinary rich area in our city as I see other great restaurants opening up in that area as well. And I know you have a couple of other endeavor, endeavors that will be appearing shortly. I think you're doing something at the airport in the near future here locally. I am. That's if people exciting. start flying again, it'll be great. We'll <laughs> yeah. have to wait and see, though. <laughs> well, I love the idea of... Um, uh, you saying that you love doing one thing and doing it extremely well. That was been, I've seen that quote several times throughout some of the um, information I've seen about you. And I just wanted to thank you so much for uh, talking with us and letting us know what you think about the Blue Star and why you picked it. We are very, very proud to have you as one of our Blue Star owners. I can tell you that. It's, it's, it's a, a bragging right that we use here locally at Homeworks. And um, I hope to see you again very, very soon. And thank you so much, Chef, for talking with us. You sure will. Thank you. And thank you for the awesome uh, opportunity to talk about it. I really am proud. I'm proud to own one. So I, I really do thank you. And I've, as you know, I've had it for about, I don't know, five years now. I know. Maybe I can't believe years. it. Yes. It looks as good as the day we bought it. Uh, so awesome. I, I appreciate everything. Thanks so much. Thank you, Chef. Thank you very, very much. Bye-bye. So what do you think about that surprise, Nick? <laughs> that was great. Uh, the, our marketing team will want to sink their, their clothes. I know. In Isn't that nice? Oh, my gosh. He's such a great man. He really is. He's, yeah. he's a, a wonderful person, very, very busy person. He's had about eight different restaurants, very high end. He opens them. Some of them have been open for 18, 20 years, and um, he closes them as he sees fit. But he's doing a lot of uh, unique things um, very, very shortly. So um, we're just excited to have him as a Blue Star owner. And he did do some research. Um, when he came into the store, he had been doing his research, but we had to show him everything, and um, he really fell for it. He, he loves it. He loves it. That was, a, that was a very, very good endorsement. Yes, I love that. yes, sir. 
that was my surprise for you. <laughs> okay. Well, back to the ovens. Um, he was so busy. I was very, very anxious in the beginning of the podcast that I was going to be hitting him at the wrong time. So sorry if I seem a little preoccupied, oh, no, no, no. but I wanted to get him on. Um, again, we talked about the true European convection. Um, and people think that you're going to do European convection just for like like cookies, but that's not the case. Especially when you have these big ovens. Like if you're doing a turkey, let's say, you want to put the convection oven on because on a 36-inch range or oven, you're going to possibly have a hot and cold spot. So you don't want one turkey leg more done than the other. And if you pop that convection on, that's going to prevent that from happening, right? You get a better browning. Um, And then also to um, the French door. I know we did briefly touch about this before in the last podcast uh, or two, but let's touch about it again because the French door is more than just about looking cool. It has yep. that commercial look, but there's a reason for the French doors. Now, I wanted you to kind of expand on that. Definitely. A um, couple things that come to mind first, um, especially if you have if you have an island mm-hmm. right behind you and you open up a drop door and it butts you up to the island, you have to reach over it. Um, it takes away that worry. Uh, if you, the, the French door opens right up and you go right out, right in, right out, take your food. Um, if you're holding a heavy pot or plate in one hand, the French doors react together. Uh, you just open the one door, mm-hmm. they open and close together. So all you need is one hand to open it easily, put your food in, close it, and you've done it perfectly. Um, so it takes away that, uh, especially... Uh, there's one place when we had the, the reality show, The Little Couple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they put our French door oven in their kitchen mm-hmm. uh, because... They had smaller arms, mm-hmm. so it was harder for them to reach over a drop-down door. Mm-hmm. So this was perfect for them. They just opened it up, went right in, put their food in, got their food, and it worked out very, very well for them. It was exactly what they needed. And, you know, I've had several petite women that uh, weren't little people so much as they were just very, very petite. And mm-hmm. they would have, you know, scars on their arms from the times that they would be putting in that turkey or just a plate of cookies and burning themselves on the doors. And the French door was just really a saving thing for them. But um, it, it, it does make it a little bit easier to pop things in and out of the oven, even if you're tall. You know, it's, it's nice. I know I really enjoy it in our showroom when we're bringing out those big pizza things. You know, uh, it's nice and easy. Um, we also had the drop-down door versions. In fact, when we do the double ovens, the electric ovens are double. The French door is on top, and the bottom door is, is always a drop-down. And that's just because... <laughs> Mainly because uh, it's higher up. A drop-down door, I mean, you're kind of leaning forward. Mm-hmm. The drop-down door will push you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it's lower, you can kind of lean down and put it in mm-hmm. take it out. I think just... For the average person, it just mm-hmm. works out better to have a mm-hmm. French top. Yeah, I, I do. I think so, too. Um, and then also they do have the roast probes for the uh, electric ovens. That's very important. Um, yes. You want to talk about that? Sure. Um, it, it eliminates the guessing game of uh, if your turkey's done. Um, and it, it plugs right into the cavity. Uh, so you can you don't have to open it up. Test, look at the probe like an old-fashioned probe. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you just on the control panel go, and it'll tell you exactly where that mm-hmm. is. Without even opening the doors, you can tell where everything mm-hmm. is, so you don't have to cool down the oven by opening it up and take everything out. And and then on the cleaning of these, these are very easy to clean, but they have a couple of different cleaning modes. They have what they call a continue clean, which is eco-friendly, and then they have the speedy self-clean. Can you explain a little bit more about that? 
Yes. And uh, well, what I always do, too, when I talk about the continue clean, is it's not to be um, mistaken for continual clean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or continuous clean, which mm-hmm. was uh, a uh, something that was done years ago. It was a different surface in the mm-hmm. cavity that right. actually kind of absorbed oils and it kind of was a failed experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people hear a lot of uh, salespeople that have been around will hear that and go, whoa, no, no, no. But it's a different, it's mm-hmm. continue clean, a little different. Um, and there are catalytic, catalytic converters, which are filters around the convection fan that filter out grease particles out of the air, out of the cavity as it's cooking. So you don't get a grease buildup. We do have a self-clean function, but you won't really have to use it as much because it's cleaning itself as it's cooking. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, it's eco-friendly because it's not taking up much energy. Uh, you don't have to do that high um, that high heat cleaning function for hours using up energy. Mm-hmm. It's just always cleaning itself as mm-hmm. it goes. That's awesome. Uh, that's one of the feedbacks I get from customers. They say, you know, my oven really doesn't get that dirty, and it's so easy to clean. And even on the tops of, you know, I go back to the to the cast iron tops on the range. I've had customers say things like, it's like it's self-cleaning. It, it really does. Most things burn off. So they've done a good job on that. Um, I do have another customer that I wanted to bring in on a phone call. And um, are they ready for us? Okay. Charmaine, is that you? Yeah. How are you doing? We're well. How are you all doing? We're doing great. So, Nick, I wanted to tell you about Mark and Charmaine O'Neill. They, we have the best customers. We really do. But some of our customers are really super thoughtful. They think about us during the holiday season and will bring us goodies that they prepare in their dream kitchens. And one of my favorite customers is Mark and Charmaine O'Neill because... They purchased a 36-inch range with six burners on top and a huge oven below a little over four years ago. And since then, during the holidays, they bring us a goodie bag of delicious cookies where the recipe has been passed down through her family. Charmaine, we'll talk about why you picked the Blue Star range in a minute. But first, let's talk about those cookies. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about this wonderful cookie? Because it is very, very different. I can. Um, This tradition started probably about 100 years ago with my great-grandparents who were French immigrants. And they eventually settled in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And there was a, um, it's a uh, coal coal mining town. So my great-grandfather was a coal miner. But there was a uh, foundry there that made French cookie irons. Mm. And it's I think it was called Gilletti is, is the name of the company, and they're no longer in business. But my great-grandmother used to make these cookies, um, you know, years ago, and it, it just got passed down through through my family. So we have these special irons that we use to make the cookies. We cook them. We hand-roll them one at a time. We cook them one at a time on top of the stove in, in these heavy irons. And I the, the, the reason I selected this particular range is it just really made my life easier because um, it usually usually takes Mark and I a a full day to mix the cookies, roll them out by hand, and then cook them. And previously, I could only do like, I could only work like two irons at a time Mm -hmm. because I didn't have enough space. So the reason I selected this particular range was that, number one, I, I really liked the shape of the burner heads because I was concerned, you know, we, we cook the, the, the iron goes on top of the, the burner, 
and most gas ranges have that big center thing. Yeah, the where, ring of fire, I call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem, it didn't seem to me like, um, well, let me back up a minute. So when we, when we built our house, we decided we definitely wanted a gas range. Mm-hmm. And when I started looking at them and I saw that most of them had this big round thing in the center, and then we went over to HomeWorks and Denise showed us the Blue Star, and the, the way the, the burner head is shaped, it gets the whole iron hot. So it it uh, I, I get um, it helps me to cook the cookies faster, and I get a more um, even heat so that they're all they're cooked pretty uniformly. But but we've been we've been I guess we've done it what three years three years now right. and it just it really makes my life a lot easier. In fact, I, I have some pictures I'll be sharing with the listeners that you sent to me, Charmaine, and it shows me what a production you have with these cookies. And you must have a lot of thankful people on your Santa's list. That's what I can say. <laughs> so are, are, are there any other specialty foods that you do, though, that you have prepared with better results than with other cooking products? Um, well, you know, just... It, just cooking in general, I, I really prefer gas range, and mm-hmm. this, this range is just really great. Patty melts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fact that you're on liquid propane, this is really important, too, because, you know, like we've talked about in the past, uh, we can uh, convert any range on the market, can be converted either by the factory or, or done locally, but you lose 10 to 20% of your BTU effectiveness, and you will not lose one single BTU uh, when you are do a Blue Star because they build it to um, uh, an LP um, and as opposed to converting it so that you won't lose any of the performance from your BTUs. That's pretty cool, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, again, thanks for being great customers and thinking about us during the holidays. And the holidays are coming up, and I hope to be seeing you soon. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> we really do, Charmaine. Seriously, I know it is a labor of love for you, but I, I promise you, there are no more appreciative people than me and Randy at, at our store where we get those cookies. We love them. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you so much for your comments, Charmaine. T- see you soon. <laughs> okay. Isn't that nice? Don't we have the best customers? You've got some great customers. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I'm on the East Coast, so it's 4:30 my time. It's getting close to dinner, and my stomach is going <laughs> crazy right now. Oh, and these cookies—they're <laughs> real crispy, and they're they're sweet, but they're not. Um, they're kind of like a. Um, they're between a sugar and a butter cookie. I mean, they are just so good. And then they have this pattern on them. I mean, they're beautiful cookies. Um, but these presses, they look kind of like a panini press almost, but they're okay. smaller. And, and I'm going to be showing pictures of that um, during for the podcast uh, so people can look at it. But her kitchen, you ought to see. She's got all these uh, cookie doughs all rolled out, you know, getting ready to press. I mean, there must be hundreds of them that she's done. She's amazing, amazing. Wow. So um, are there anything else that you can think that we can talk about as far as the ovens? I keep interrupting you. <laughs> oh, no problem. No, This has been great. Um, nothing is better than customer testimony. Right. Uh, as we started, uh, like I said, a lot of it was word of mouth, and that's what really does well for mm-hmm. us. Um, so, uh, But uh, like I, I always tell people, especially coming out with the electric wall, with the gas wall ovens, we're one of the only people that still do it. Mm-hmm. And 
the oven still has all the great selling points of our range, uh, just without the range top. But uh, it has that oven that fits all the sheet pans. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, of, like she said, a lot of bakers love it because what used to take them multiple mm. cycles, mm-hmm. multiple different bakes, mm-hmm. they can just load up sheet pans. Mm-hmm. If they have a double oven, they can put six full sheet pans in mm-hmm. them and just bang it all out in one different one bake cycle. Mm-hmm. So, um, but especially with the electric oven, I always tell people I. I start out whenever I'm training dealers, I talk about the benefits of gas cooking, how that's our bread and butter, why chefs prefer gas ovens, how it's a moist heat, how it's mm-hmm. uh, electric is a dry heat. Mm-hmm. But you do have bakers that really do prefer electric. Mm-hmm. Um, and we came out with electric oven, I kind of had to turn on my heel and all of a sudden sell an electric oven now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been telling people how great gas is my whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did, we really took our time with it. Um, we didn't want to just put out a Me Too product, just another electric oven. Um, so we did. We added the the baking stone as the as the bottom, and it's Which temperature controlled. Love, love, love that. <laughs> yeah, you only have a stone baking. You just heat up the oven. You throw a stone on the center rack, and you kind mm-hmm. of wing it. Mm-hmm. This is it tells you when it's five fifty. You can do that stone baked pizza in four minutes. I've seen them people bang mm-hmm. through them on that. Um, the usable capacity, the fan, the European convection, and we feel like we really did that. Uh, and we really wanted to not just make an electric oven, but we wanted to make mm-hmm. a blue star. Something that can still have that name and that chefs and bakers will still stand behind and say, wow, this is really cool. This is something that I can really get behind. And I think we really did it. And I think a lot of people embrace the fact that, say they do a range and um, they'll have their gas range, they'll have their gas oven, but then they'll have their electric oven. So they feel like they have the best of both worlds. And you yes. really do. Or again, for that customer that wants that range top and they want more ergonomic, you know, with the ovens in the wall, there's that customer as well. And then for the customer that still wants the best of both worlds, uh, you can have the electric oven and the stack it over a gas oven. So there are so many different ways that you can personalize your dream kitchen to make sure it fits you and your inner chef needs. And I have one more customer that I'm dying to talk to. And I wanted to, um, you got a minute? So, uh, Charles, this is Denise. How are you doing, Charles? I'm doing well. Good. How are y'all? We're doing great. And I know that you have, we always talk about how people have these big, huge ranges and do so much with them. But I want customers to know that you have a 30-inch Blue Star range that you do a lot of entertaining and cooking on. Um, You have a little bit of special uh, situation in that you created a unique area for your cooking and entertaining. Can you tell us a little bit about that, just just briefly? Well, briefly, I have bought two houses, one side, one by the next door to the other. And I live in one house, but I entertain in the second house. Okay, that's and serious in business. House, <laughs> so in the second house, I have a, essentially an industrial kitchen with Miele and with uh, Venna Hood and this uh, Blue Star and open rack systems, all my pans and everything are just out in the open like you would in a, in a professional environment. Mm-hmm. And I can work quickly. Uh, I, and I just, I never really have seen very many people who operate in a home environment who honestly need six burners. That's mm-hmm. not to suggest that there aren't benefits for them. And sometimes you can, uh, but as a, as a single cook, I can barely keep four things going at the same time. So, so I'm perfectly happy with, with the four. And I actually like, given that it's a 30-inch with four burners, I love that center 
space, the center structure, right. the cast iron so that I can slide pans on and off mm-hmm. quickly and keep the heat, keep the flame where I want it, but manage things if I'm, if I'm, uh, if I need to slow something down or to mix something in, I can do that in a way that's completely controlled and uh, move them back onto my burner. Uh, that's, that's a feature that even though it's a four top, that, that space in the middle is really quite functional. Mm-hmm, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pick up your pot either to slide it from one side to the other because of that middle space. Yes, yes indeed. And, and, and Charles, you have, what is your background? What made you such a great cook? Well, I wouldn't say I'm a great cook, but, but the, I'm, I was a professor at the University of Texas mm-hmm. for a number of years and have been uh, running and been part of executive education programs for both UT and for Baylor, Scott & White, which is a healthcare system, for 30, 35, 40 years. And I, uh, well, to make it personal, when I, when I started uh, in 1982, I got divorced. Mm. And in 82, you couldn't go anywhere without cigarette smoke being everywhere. So I had to learn to cook if I wanted to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I learned to cook uh, because there was no place to go. There, there were no restaurants where you could, where things were uh, really good for non-smokers. So that, that was the beginning of it. And over the years, I have developed a cadre of friends and people in the wine trade who enjoy cooking and bringing our own wines to the table. Oh, makes our great party. <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing is that in the, in the pre-COVID world, we were having uh, three or to four, well, five dinner parties every two weeks. Mm-hmm. That, would be, that would be normal. And now we're down to, honestly, one party every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we do them distance with maybe only three people instead of five or six, but mm-hmm. I've got a table that's 10 feet long and we can sit at opposite ends. So we're trying to be safe, but we're trying to pick up and rejoin the, the world, uh, right? The world. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my friends who love to cook, uh, love coming here. We used to go to all the restaurants in town, mm-hmm. uh, especially for lunches, but you know, people love to come here and they love the open kitchen and the, uh, the great the, results the you get. Lusar <laughs> performs like a champ uh, there's an irony for tonight i'm working now on a brazilian tomato coconut soup with shrimp and i'm just peeling and deveining shrimp right now I'll, I'll stop for a moment while we talk and i'm going to take this suit with me to a friend's house in alamo heights and he has a six burner blue star oh really so, <laughs> small so, world the the the, 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 the camaraderie of, and he's making a venison risotto tonight oh my gosh uh, and we'll be drinking uh, rosés from all from the south of france uh-huh. and uh, just they match beautifully with both the brazilian soup and with the uh, the risotto and we'll sit outside on the porch we may have to eat with gloves on but that's all right mm-hmm. we'll be safe <laughs> and uh, you know, life life has to has to keep to going on way of, of yeah. We have to find a new way of living that right. stays safe uh-huh. and that doesn't that doesn't leave us uh, right. isolated. Right. Well, Charles, I don't know why we haven't become better friends. 
<laughs> we I got to talk to you more often. But I wanted to because you have this thirty inch blue star. Again, everyone thinks bigger is better. I just wanted to showcase how much you do with a thirty inch piece of equipment and and how well you do. And I think of you as being a chef. I'm sorry, you know I, I hear great things about how you cook and the way you entertain. In fact, I believe there are you have uh, several chef friends. Isn't that correct? Yes, there, there have been a number of the professional chefs in town who've been here for dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, they've taught me many things. But the, the thing that I love to do for them is to, is to have them come for dinner and not have to cook. Right, right. How nice, you know? yes. So yes. They, they love that. The, yeah. the funny part about it is usually if I get somebody, and I'm not going to mention names of people that are still in town, but uh-huh. there was a man named uh, Josh Cross, who had a restaurant called Oloroso in uh, Southtown, uh-huh. and he he would come for dinner. He loved he loves the Blue Star. Uh-huh. He's now up in Minnesota working uh, in some other capacity. But the uh-huh. point is, um, when you invite a chef to dinner, the, the trick is the first time they come, make sure that you don't apologize for anything. Right. They're used to somebody saying somebody saying I can't do. It. I'm sorry. It's not going to be. Bl- uh-huh. Just cook. You're right. Just cook. Enjoy. Uh-huh. Yes. Something that you think they'll enjoy and do it. Uh-huh. And the fun part is if you don't let them do anything the first time, because they, they're used to also being put in a position where they go to people's houses and somehow they, they get roped into cooking. Right. But if, yeah. you, if, if you don't let them do anything the first time, the second time they come, they can't stand it. <laughs> so they, ha- they have to get at the stove. Mm-hmm. They have to bring a dish. They have to do something. They have to show you something to do better. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, the great fun of them knowing that you, you really appreciate what they do, but you're, you didn't invite them over. Uh, for them, you, for that, right. They invited just, them because you thought of them as a friend. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, invite, well, invite them to celebrate the, the, the cooking, celebrate the, the food the way that they make you feel when you go to a great restaurant. Right, right. The, other thing, is, the other thing is, I... I this, this thing about four versus six burners, I'm sure there are times when you can use uh, more of that capacity, but I really think people should focus on the quality and the control that you get from Blue Star and not not the, not just the look. The look is spectacular. There's mm-hmm. nothing quite as, as remarkable as some of, the, some of the stuff that you can see in this industry. But what really matters is Steadiness, reliability, flexibility. I love the fact that I've got these two really high intensity burners, mm-hmm. and I, but I also absolutely love my simmer. Oh, that's burner. so good! 130 degrees that is. Yeah, and it just you, you have complete control. It doesn't scorch things. Right now, it's cooking my it's cooking my uh, Brazilian coconut soup, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, it smells good. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm, my stomach is just uh, starting to to ache for some food. <laughs> Listening to all this, yeah. But the key thing is that that uh, it's something to use to enjoy. Uh, I do recommend that you pay a lot of attention to the installation and the mm-hmm. installation requirements, and mm-hmm. make sure you have the right electric circuitry, and make sure you have the right gas. Right. Because this is a this is a high high usage, high quality, high demand product. And mm-hmm. it needs to have the, the right, it needs to be set up right. You wouldn't buy a Ferrari and then, and then take it down and, and get uh, 
the cheapest gasoline you could get. You wouldn't do that. That's and right. With that's this, you right. want to make sure you do this right. And uh-huh. It's not that it's hard. It just pay attention to to the, what your people instruct. Don't right. don't cut corners on the exactly the exactly. Next piece of advice. Charles, thank you so much for your wonderful comments, and I really enjoyed talking with you and learning about how you love to entertain and how you entertain. Um, it, it, you ought to do a cookbook, I think, too. Sounds like. <laughs> well, we always have we always have fun. Yeah. I'll bring you, I'll bring you some soup the next time. Oh, okay, that's that's a promise. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank right. you, thank, thank you, you, Charles. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey. Blue Star compared to a Ferrari. How's that? <laughs> I wanted to say thank you so much, Nick, for the uh, uh, working with me on these last five podcasts. It's been great. You've been informative. You've been fun, a lot of fun, and brought a lot to the table. And um, I just wanted to thank you so much for, um, for being with me. And um, sorry about the technical difficulties. And hope to see you soon. And um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to our podcast about Blue Star. And I hope you enjoyed listening to our three great customers that Homeworks has uh, that own the Blue Star products and can envision yourself uh, having a dream kitchen with Blue Star and also just getting information about what's out there, you know, for professional ranges and ovens for the home. Uh, You can call us at 210-499-5760 if you have any questions or visit us at Homeworks. SA.com. And thank you so very, very much. 